Welcome to HeroClix Borderlands. I'm your host, Shay McClure, bringing you the meta-casual perspective on HeroClix, sharing my insights, thoughts, and experiences with other players who love this awesome game at all levels, just like I do. Whether you're playing a casual home game, local tournament, or at a regional or national event, taking on the latest meta team, this is the podcast for you. All comments, suggestions, or questions can be directed to our email at lostinclicks at gmail.com. That's L-O-S-T-I-N-C-L-I-X at gmail.com. Also, private message me on hcrealms.com under the ID of Colossus TN. Go to our Facebook page of HeroClix Borderlands where you can message me or just read the latest article and or video I've run across about this wonderful game. And there's some wonderful figure previews out there, and I'm getting excited about the new set coming out. Hey, this is episode 31, When Harry Met Sally. I was watching that movie just the other day with my wife, and it reminded me of needing to look back over something, looking back over evaluating your relationships, your year, and what's going on. And it's a great New Year's movie. And I've got, I will come back to it at the end because I had some realization when I was sitting there watching it. And this is a sad realization when I'm watching a romantic movie with my wife and I think about Hero Clicks. And I'm sure if she listens to this podcast, she won't be happy about it. And unfortunately, we do that sometimes, guys and ladies. I guess we think about some other stuff while we're watching romantic movies. But anyway, Moving on, what is this podcast? It's a retro podcast. It's a throwback to the way I used to do the podcast. Just me, you, me, and a microphone, and me talking to you and just kind of giving my thoughts on stuff. Uh, I'm not going to say this is going to be my permanent format. I just wanted to return to this, kind of give my uh, review of the year. Um, I told myself when I first started, I would do this for a year and then I'd do sit down, look over it and then decide when or when to go from that. I made it to November. December came kind of crazy. I hate to tell y'all, it was just a crazy month uh, after Thanksgiving. I just could not get anything uh, actually accomplished. A busy time uh, dealing with some personal issues. So... In wake of that, I wasn't able to put out a podcast, but it gave me a great month to sit down and really decide where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do with Heroclix and the podcast and all that. So this is my thoughts on the year. So I wanted to kind of look at it, as kind of go over it, and just kind of lay out there to y'all where, where we're going, what I'm doing, and what my thoughts were on it. Man, I keep saying thoughts. Wow, hopefully I have a few. Now, first thing, before I get started and before I get into the sappy stuff going over everything, um, I wanted to talk about uh, what I thought the best of 2017 was. And the best of 2017 is a list I made of the best set, the best figure, um, the best dice and token set, the best memory, the best event, the best news, the best shifting focus of the year, the best object, the best title character, and my unicorn for the year, the one figure, the mythical figure I could not get to work and filing to name the year and why. So let's go through those. I, I don't plan for this podcast to take a long time, but uh, we'll, we'll just have some fun with it. So what's the best set of the year? I'm going to have to say Avengers Defenders War. Now you're going to say, why Avengers Defenders War? I mean, you're probably not going to agree. Most people would go with the Mighty Thor set and the Mighty Thor set has amazing 
amazing uh, figures, uh, fun, balanced, a lot of fun. But it's not where I wanted to go, and I, I'm going to tell you why. Avengers Defenders War saw the return of Worldbreaker Hulk, which I love. I love Worldbreaker Hulk. And it saw the return of Mark to Heroclix. Yes, that's my buddy that I've been playing Heroclix with since 2004, and he had taken a long sabbatical from it. But Avengers Defenders War got him excited, and he went out there and bought his first case he's bought in, I'll say, five, six years. And what's so great about that is Mark is my longtime Heroclix buddy. We got in it together. We started together. So him rejoining it kind of rejuvenated me and kind of led us to having some online matches. And we have just been eating it up ever since then spent way too much money we have way too many figures and we're having the best time of our lives so avengers defenders war becomes the best set of 2017 not only because the figures in there are pretty awesome look at the chases the hawkeye chase look at uh some of their other figures they have in there the shifting focus dr strange but really it's that memory of being able to play hero clicks with my longtime buddy and mark and so and you would know him as Mr. Fantastic. And he's been on the program and he'll be on it again on episode 32. But uh, I, I, that's going to be my best set of the year. And that's why. Now, best figures 2017. Now, this is a hard choice. And I had to narrow it down to the rarity levels. And I said, okay, if I had to, what would I choose? And every category had uh, some hard choices in it. Now, I will admit that the hardest choices occurred in the higher rarity levels so that to me is a challenge i want to issue to whisk is is to make it where the commons and uncommons have more hard choices if i'm gonna do a, a year in review 2017 if i'm gonna do a year review 2018 i want to have hard choices in the common and uncommon slots i want to sit there and go there's so many great figures and it could be the type of figures i like but I'm really wanting to see the common and uncommon slots start to pick up what they have down as a what I consider pieces that people want to play. So let's go. Let's get going. Let's start with common. Okay, my common. I had some choices I'm gonna have to deal with. I looked at Cable from the Deadpool set. He was pretty fun. Thena from the Mighty Thor set. Iron Man from the What If set. But really, what I settled on was Loki, God of Trickery. The well, Loki, the uh, 002, the, um, the Mighty Thor set, he's the one I want to look at. But why? Because he just creates chaos. His ability for 75 points to have him and two other illusions of himself in there. And then on top of that, he can create more illusions. And then when you finally do hit him, you hit him to a stop click and he actually has some utility. So this Loki... It's what I consider one of the best new figures of 2017 to come out of 2017. I think he just brings a new mechanic with his little illusion, God of Trickery mechanic. And it's just a lot of fun. I, I'm actually looking forward to building a team around him. Well, putting him on a team and having a little fun with him. And so I say God of Trickery is an amazing figure you should go try out. Now, I consider it the best uncommon figure of 2017. Now, let's jump over to Uncommon. And Uncommon is a later figure. This is going to be the Harley Quinn 030. And if you want to look at it, it's the Robin. And me and Mark have been playing and the Harley Quinn set. And it's hard to keep Robin off your team. 
he is that good. I, I love his ability to uh, shoot people. He can base people, and if you kill him, he will double token. Or he will token a bunch of people. So it's it's a figure that has a drawback, and he's only forty points. You should go check him out. Eighteen defense with combat reflex. He's got the Batman team ability. Eleven attack. He's about five clicks deep. I mean, what what else do you want out of forty points? I considered him. One of the sleepers going into 2018, watch out for him. He's going to pop onto teams that need that 40-point feel. I think he brings a lot to a team. Rare. This, I had to choose. Well, let me go back to Uncommon. I did have some choice between Red Tornado and and Jane Foster, but I just went with Robin because I just kind of liked what he brings. Now, Rare. Okay. Y'all know Count Nefaria back from the day with trick shot the count nefaria holds this little place in my heart and i have a little uh thing to maybe you know hey he might be pretty cool i love him i love the thought of him but i don't play him that much one figure i do have that's rare that i end up playing a lot of and i like is the green lantern of gotham you're gonna say what green lantern of gotham well for 105 points you finally bring a piece that can carry the entire batman team and bring some offense and i know that green oracle can and she's in the same slot and i actually thought about her however green lantern brings out wit running shot tk he brings the green lantern team ability he also has cell, stealth, sidestep, and running shot. He has an 11 attack with, with a psychic blast and three damage. I mean, what's not to like about that guy? And he just adds to your Batman family team. So Green Lantern of Gotham is my click of 2017 for the rare. And I say he's another sleeper that can make it on some teams, can provide some, especially in limited formats, uh, some chaos and, and fun on those teams. Now... Super rare. Now we get into some of the harder, harder choices. I had I had like 12 figures I wrote down that I said, wow, these could all be the figures of 2017. So who who would I go with? I looked at the Flying Batman, Swarm, Mistress Death, Hella, Cosmic Spider-Man, King Shark, Colossus, because you know Colossus. I love Colossus. And Thor, Odinson, Fenris. I mean, there's so many out there. What, who would I choose? And I had to go back to one that I love at 50 points. Amazing little figure. They could have made it broken. And I'm saying they could have made it broken. They didn't. I'm trying to make it work, this figure. I think this figure has potential. And it's going to be Gertrude York's and Old Lace. I mean, come on. 50 points puts out a pog that can't be killed. And you're killing. I mean, you can't damage it. All the damage is transferred to Gertrude, who only takes one damage for any damage done to her little reptile. I mean, that's amazing. That little lizard run around with 11 attack, charge, blaze claws, fangs. I, I think, and for 50 points, it's crazy. And she brings leadership and later on outwit. So what what's not to like about that character? They could have made it broken if they put the runaways keyword on that pod because then she would be able to take tokens off of it, which would have made it so broken, so broken, so so deathly broken. She can still take off tokens from it if she's beside it, but being able to do it from anywhere would be just broken. So that one got the best figure, super rare of 2017. If you don't agree with me, just let me know. What would be your figures? Now, Chase, 
Okay, so what chase would I choose? You know, there's all kinds, but it got narrowed down to two. And really, this goes back to uh, uh, just love seeing this figure out. And it's what I consider close to a working figure that can just be kind of scary when it puts out there. And that is World Breaker Hulk. He is amazing. Uh, is he highly competitive? I don't know. I mean, at 200 points, he's kind of hard to move around. But for a fun game, he is something you have to deal with. He wrecks teams. I love Worldbreaker Hulk. And it's also a figure that really got Mark uh, really got excited about and I was able to help purchase it for his birthday, which is amazing. He got me one back. So it's it's kind of cool and it has this little special place. But Worldbreaker Hulk is just a fun piece to play and it's a hard piece to work around. You can. He is beatable, but you have to really play well to beat it. Um my colossal. So what what colossal will I go with? This has been the year of colossals. We've gotten so many colossals in with the, the Mighty Thor set and your convention exclusives and your booster giveaways. So the colossal I settled on had to be one which brought a new mechanic, kind of kind of made colossals a little bit different, and that has to be Mangog. Uh, Mangog is fun to play in that he can move up and if you can get him across the other side of the board give him a power action then he can actually go up to a next power level and he's hard to kill he's a tough tough cookie um i mean he has 35 points which is a huge investment for a colossal retaliator but at 19 defense with impervious he's on a stop click he's got uh four damage and he can damage uh how many all characters within three squares and then dealing them four damage and then within two squares dealing them three damage with his tail i mean that's crazy he's got 10 attacks it's only downside he's got five movement with sidestep he's got power cosmic he's 30 points sorry 30 points huge investment he's got the cosmic team ability he's fun the only problem is he's a minions of thanos we need a thanos That'd be that'd be fun to run them with. But Man Gog has to be my colossal of 2017. I'm going to try to use them. I've got some teams I'm going to try to build around them. I don't say build around them, but put them on. Now, what's what's the best starter figure of 2017? Hands down, this wasn't even a choice, people. This is the 50 point Hulk out of the Mighty Thor set. That's cr- he's crazy. The ability to move his entire his his entire movement and then do a quake, which under the new rules, the new rules have really made him so broken. Under the new rules, allows him to do full point quake if it's only targeted one character. Crazy twelve attack. I mean, what's not to love about this? He's a he's a what I call a scud missile, and I am really working on a team with him. Twelve attack. 10 movement with the Avengers team member, giving them 11, 18 defense with impervious, four damage. 50 point missile coming right at you. Cruise missile. Boom. Slam down on you. He's got a leap climb. He's got, he's got a super strength, which doesn't do anything with the quake, but can give him for a follow up shot. He is your starter piece. Though I did think of others, he had to be the one. I, I do like Domino from Fast Forces and. So, uh, the synergy of the Harley Quinn Batman starters. So let's move on. 
best object come on if you want to annoy people the best object hands down is the mirror the mirror is crazy good in that it gives shape change on everything but a one or two. Now, it can be KO'd, and knowing my luck, just like I am with Ironheart, and Mark can testify to this, about every time Ironheart gets hit, I roll a one, and she goes away. However, for seven points, the ability to avoid attacks with this one is crazy. I mean... Almost a guaranteed four out of six chance. That is a 67% chance that people aren't going to be able to target you. That is a crazy good stat there. So the mirror has to be my object of 2017. Others are going to disagree. Some people might say symbiote. Some people might say one of the hammers. I just think the mirror at seven points is just way too much fun for on a team and giving people just fits. I know I've played against it with Mark, and I mean, it's, it's crazy. Enchantress was crazy with her mirror. I cannot ever target her. Uh, best in shifting focus, hands down, easy right here. I know we had Deadpool, we had Punishers, but you, really, Doctor Strange people. Doctor Strange is the best shifting focus 2017. I hope they don't do away with this mechanic. We'll love to see it in the... Uh, um, upcoming x-men set and i'll tell you why because the shifting focus is an is a fun little mechanic that allows you to move pieces around and give you something best of all times probably going to always going to be superman but we did have an addition to the superman shifting folks and we had an addition to the batman i thought about those however dr strange ability to carry ability to bump defense and ability to bump damage and attack with his uh different iterations it's fun. He's only 50 points right up there with the Hulk. So I say the best shifting focus for the year is Dr. Strange. Um, let me look at my list here. What else did I have? Oh, best Dyson token set. Oh, oh, I, me personally, I like due to the colors and the way it just kind of looks, it has to be the Dyson token set of Elseworlds. I love that color scheme. I don't know. I, when I look at those tokens, they're, they're fun. Let me pull them up here. I, the color scheme of the brown, of the, I'm sorry, orange and blue just looks cool. And those dice, I'm going to tell you, I rolled the best with those dice of 15. Those are my, those are my boys. Those are my double sixes, boys. I roll better on those dice than I do any other dice. So how can I not choose that as my dice and token pack? 15th anniversary, Elseworlds. Um, pictures are pretty good, but, I mean, it's the it's the color of the tokens and the dice. Hands down, easy pick right there. Best title character. Oh, I about skipped the best title character. Who is the best title character? Oh, some of y'all love Loki. Some of y'all love Deadpool. Really, the one I get to work easiest is Thor Odinson. I know. I think back to the Fed Icon soups. It's where it's point and click. It's not subtle. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. He's just fun. He is fun to run. He's fun to play at 175 points. He's fairly costed. His ability to teleport up people. Just so much fun. You can have a lot of chicanery and trickery with him. Uh, so... I say check him out. I think I think he's one of the more fun title characters. Um, oh, best memory. Has to be Origins Team Event. Love playing with Jesse and Mark. Had a blast. Probably the most fun I've ever had playing a Heroclix competitive tournament. Just a blast. Recommend it. 
hands down. If you're going to Origins, you have to play in the team event. If you're going to the Rock World Cup, you have to play in the team event. Amazing. Just simply amazing. Do I have any other adjectives in my vocabulary other than amazing and incredible? I don't know. I need to start thinking about those. Anyway, moving on. Best event. The best event to happen to Heroclix has to be the rules change. I know we all stressed about it. We all were worried about it. We all didn't know how it would go. However, it has worked out, I think, pretty well. We don't even talk about it anymore. I don't think we lost a lot. Maybe we did, and I hate to hear if people left because the rules changed, but the rules have really, to me, made more sense and simplified. The rule book, the pack guide all look a lot better. I think they were well done. And while we still have questions and some clarifications and there's going to be some struggles there, I still consider that the best event of 2017 the rules changed as much stress and and consternation and i had several episodes in which we discussed the rules you know what it's here and we're still alive we're still moving forward so that's awesome oh look there's another one i use all the time awesome uh best news well no before i get to that let's get into my unicorn what is my figure that is my unicorn the mythical creature i cannot make work and that has to be bebop and rocksteady convention exclusive i want to make it work oh my he looks like he has so much potential the ability to do oh if i'm thinking about it the ability to do six attacks in one turn i just think it's ridiculous the maybe could under perfect circumstances and you're going how in the world Shay, you're crazy. How can Bebop and Rocksteady do six attacks in one turn? Well, think of it like this. Okay, so Bebop and Rocksteady can be mind controlled by friendly characters. So in a 300-point game, you could have one of your characters mind control him. He gets to do his, if he does a range attack, he then would be able to do a free close attack. And he can shoot people from close. He can shoot people that, that are adjacent to him. So imagine in a perfect scenario, running him up, facing somebody mind control them with one of your characters the next turn boom shoot them then he gets to make his free close attack <laughs> then another one of your characters mind controls them boom he shoots them then he gets a free close attack and then for your turn you then range shot close attack with bebop and rock steady on that figure for their power action so that's three actions six attacks crazy 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 four four damage 11 attacks his one downside is 17 defense. If you're trying to mind control him with your friendly, it's plus two on his uh, defense. So I'm still working around that, but I'm just saying, I want that to work. I want to be able to go and do that one time, stand up, drop the dice, and walk away from the table. Win or lose, the ability to pull that off is one of those things I'm just like, oh, drop the dice, gone. I mean, like, I, I don't care what happens the rest of the game. Kill him. That's it. That's what I've been. I've been waiting my whole competitive, my whole tournament experience for that drop dice moment. Booyah! Now, as great as I've made it out in my mind, I know it's going to be a total failure. But I, I can't. I can't let it go. I can't let it go. All right. Um, best news. All right. So this is the last of my best series, and I wanted to go over the best news. What's the best news we've gotten in all 2017? And I hate—I—I I, I don't say I hate. I believe 
that the best news we've gotten is the watch list. Now you gotta be saying, what do you mean? We got to save your school. Has why is this the best news? Well, here's what I see from the watch list. It has shown me twice WizKids has taken steps to balance the game on figures that they put out incorrectly. Now, I wish they would put figures out that they had a little bit more testing to. We wouldn't have to have a watch list. However, their ability to respond and respond pretty quickly is an encouraging sign that they're paying attention to what's going on. They're not just putting out product. They're also trying to make a game that is fun on several different levels. And this watch list and putting figures out there and then taking steps to correct problems or abuses in the game. Now, do sometimes they might go a little too far? Maybe. Um, However, that they're paying that close attention and trying to keep the best interest of the game is, to me, the best news of 2017. Uh, At one point, we're going to have to just kind of sit back, allow them to kind of develop the game. And if they're, if they're paying attention to us, if they're trying to continually advance the game and keep it balanced and fun, then you know what? That's an encouraging sign. Now that's my best of 2017. That's the best things that have occurred in 2017, best sets, all that. That's my list. I'd love to hear what y'all think about the list. If you think I'm full of it, please let me know. I, I, I want to know. This is a learning process. I am throwing my ideas out there. I have no problem with feedback. I have no problem with agreement. I love agreement. I love feedback. Heck, I'm a teacher. I'm used to it. All right. So now that I've given you my best, let me go over my review. Uh, well, I've given my best. Let me go over my review of 2017. So I had to sit down and, and kind of look back over how my year has gone. Now before I, but but now before I go anywhere else, I'm just going to tell you this. Is, I'd say a little random thought came in my head. I'd forgotten how hard it is to do a single podcast. <laughs> I had forgotten what it's like to sit here in front of a computer, trying to go through my thoughts without any feedback, uh, instant feedback from a guest. So please bear with me. It's been a while since I've done one of these, um, at least seven episodes. So uh, looking at my 2017. Uh, in December of 2016, I sat down and said I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted to get into competitive hero clicks. I wanted to push myself, and I felt like a podcast was a great way to keep myself engaged and make me go forward with it. Now, I sat down, and in December 2016, I put out my first episode. Now, at that time, I was hoping to get 25 people to listen to me. And now we're looking at 2018. Actually, this is being recorded January 2018. And January 7th, 2018. And I'm looking at how far I've come. And it is blowing me away. You know, a man, a dream, a computer, and a love of little plastic figures. How far can it take you? I feel like the Olympic story. The Olympics are coming up. I feel like I'm an Olympic story. I'm working my way up into the Olympics of Heroclix. So... This podcast is just a way to get there, I guess. Um, Looking over it, I have produced 30 and a half episodes. If you remember episode one, I had to add a a, a part B to it. But I have produced 30 and a half episodes. And that goal of 25, which I got in my first few episodes, has grown to over 30 people following me on Podbean. 
Now, that's incredible to me, 30 people. But more incredible is that I've had over 3,500 downloads in 30 and a half episodes. That's over 100 downloads an episode. Over the last 10 episodes, I'm averaging over 150. I had a high of 240, and that came from that top. I had the first Illuminati. I'm just blown away. I'm not doing this podcast to do anything else than to share my love of the game and kind of help other people out in the same situation I am, which are wanting to just grow their Heroclix game and want to hear somebody else's voice on it. I don't have any other agenda. So to, to get to that, I'm just, it is just unbelievable. I, I am humbled. I am constantly asking myself how I can make it better and maintain how true it is. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listening who has ever listened, whether you listen anymore. I just want to say thank you. It has just made my year of 2017. Um, I will say that I had to change the format, but half, uh, well, more than halfway in, I, my format had to change. I had to do something else to bring some more energy to the podcast to make it more exciting. And then the birth of the Illuminati came out of it. My guests, my joint, having them join in on the Illuminati crowd, and I'm looking to expand it this year and have Illuminati revisit. They always have opening invitations to come back, to share something new, to always broaden our view of Heroclix, to broaden our understanding of it. So that, that looking back over it, was a good change. It was, I will go ahead and be honest with you. That's kind of prompted by listening to a starting over podcast where uh, Dark Logos Edward Shelton kind of went into where he listened to my podcast and I appreciate that. And that, you know, it, he was slogging through it and usually about episode 25, they come to their defining moment. And I think around to episode 25, I had a defining moment. I've had a lot of fun. It's been, it's been great. I love to have feedback on it, how y'all viewed it. And I appreciated him mentioning it on his podcast and that he listens in. Um, I've met great people. I look back on 2017, this podcast has driven me to be more competitive in Heroclix. It's driven me to do more stuff in Heroclix, and it has allowed me to meet so many great people. Um, you know, I'll start with Jesse, who made a, a great, fun experience for me and Mark, made it possible, but him agreeing to come and play in our infinity, infinitely challenged. They kept calling it infinity challenge, but it's infinitely challenged team. Uh, at the team worlds, and it was an amazing experience. It was is amazing. I, I still appreciate to this day Jesse for doing that. And when he came on the podcast and shared his insights on the rules, that's a great fun time. And I enjoy Jesse. And I appreciate meeting him. Also, you know, reconnecting with Mark. I've me and Mark have been talking for a long time, but we have finally. St- once again, kind of kicked up our hero clicks to a next level discussion. We probably talked to each other once. Okay. I'll take that back five to six times a week. <laughs> we talk about hero clicks. Plastic addiction is running wild. And that's what we talk about. We spend way too much money. It's plastic crack people, plastic crack. Watch out. Uh, Nick, Nick Zim, he's, he's, Provided some conversations on Facebook. He's he's uh, 
kind of uh, commented on stuff on Facebook. And I just appreciate fans like that. Malcolm, enjoyed having you on the show. Love you in Japan and love the videos you send me. I, I've got to come to Japan and go to those comic cons. Uh, run into my special guest, Asimbio, Brett, uh, Eric, and Eric from uh, Alpha Strike. Appreciate y'all being on. Pedro, appreciate you. A Brazilian national champion. Met him on the Alpha Strike channel with the Cerebros. That's great running into him. Mike, getting to know you from the Cerebros. Uh, love that you're taking over the Alpha Strike channel. Love meeting you, and I would only be able to meet you through, through doing all this stuff. Uh, great meeting Miguel at uh, Origins. Love talking to you. Love competing against you. Uh, I got to say, I didn't love losing to you, but... It, Awesome guy. Love found out you knew who I was. <laughs> Hopefully you're still listening to the podcast. Um, I'm probably forgetting people. Uh, Michael in Puerto Rico just loved having conversations with you on email and just finding out um, you and Tommy are supporting Heroclix Borderlands. Who knew I'd be international? I didn't. It's crazy. I was obsessed with it. I've hit every continent now but Antarctica. Somebody has listened to one episode on every continent now but Antarctica. That's crazy right there. I've hit six of the continents. Now, if somebody would just get a kind of research position and go listen to it down in Antarctica, really appreciate it. I hit all seven, marked it off my bucket list. Just kidding. Just kidding. But love having the Puerto Rico guys. Love helping you all out. Hope everything's going great down there. Michael, hope the new babies come along fine. I'm, I'm great that you all had your national tournament. Um, I've had... Matt down in Asheville, great job. Thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for design of the new logos. I'm trying to use them. Uh, amazing graphic artist. Uh, he has helped me out tremendously. Hoping to expand our relationship in 2018. Um, I'm looking over my list. I'm trying to remember everybody. I can't remember all the people. That's how many people I've met. Um, it's just crazy what this podcast has done for me. And, and I'm not saying that it has made me popular. It has pushed me to go try new things, which is just what's amazing and go find new experiences. I, I got to say, it's been rough in creating the podcast. I've had to learn a lot. And you know what? This is how influential it is. I am now sitting here with a Christmas gift of a new a mixer board that I'm not using because I have no idea how it works, but I'm going to learn. I have a boom mic, a boom stand. I feel so professional now as a podcaster. I am stoked. This is crazy. I'm in my office, got my boom mic, looking all cool. I'm thinking this has become a serious hobby. All right. Um, uh, another great thing happened podcast-wise is I guessed it on Alpha Strike. I was on a Cerebros one night, and I actually got to meet a couple of players and then was able to then transition over into a review where we were able to do a review of uh, the uh, Mighty Thor set. So that was fun. Um, so, I mean, it's just this podcast has opened up so much for me. Uh, but, I mean, I... I, looking at that, I call that very successful. Did I do everything I wanted to? Uh, put some YouTube videos out there. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. I'll be honest with you. That has been a 
If I look back in 2017, a disappointment, I wish they would have gone better. And it's really on me in the fact that I've not had a focus on what I need to do there. I think I do have one coming up in 2018. We'll see. But I'm just trying to put it out there. I want to put good stuff out there. Um, looking at review of Heroclix. Uh, played at Origins. Amazing. Played in the teams. Blows my mind. Got to play with Mark. Got to play with Jesse. Got to rub shoulders with uh, Aaron Cantu, sat right beside me in my opening. Um, um, he probably doesn't remember remember me. I had the Doc Ock team, but yeah, Aaron Cantu was there. I was sitting right beside him. I, I, I just thanked him for his podcast. I was in line with him for the first grinder. Uh, seeing Dark Logos, playing against his Phoenix S team, another high point. Seeing uh, the Brocks. Uh, run into Symbio and him recognizing me or at least recognizing my name. Just crazy. I mean, the Origins was just amazing to see all these people. Um, and just and just the Heroclix community there was, was crazy. And I mean, I'm also a games person. It's a great board game venue. I'm hoping that Pedro comes this year and I can run into him. I'm hoping to meet up with other podcasters, other players, and kind of maybe do something special at Origins. Um, played and finished top six at a WKO. Actually went, spent a night somewhere, went and played. I, I kind of talked about it on an earlier podcast, but that was a great accomplishment or review of Hero of Heroclix. Me and Mark playing online, we do two to three matches a week. That's that's been a lot of fun. So that's a great check off of 2017. The new sets, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a plastic crack junkie. I know it's gonna bankrupt me, but man, I love getting the new stuff in. I love that I'm getting the new stuff in and me and Mark play these booster drafts and do all these team builds i feel like i have used the figures quite a bit i understand the set so so that's been a very satisfying thing playing at Dwayne's world getting back into my local venue seeing it grow seeing it get bigger seeing excitement there i've been i've been terrible since september just a lot of personal stuff that's going on and i've kind of fallen out and it's going to be a it's been a great check in 2017 though i have fallen off of it i am looking to reinvigorate the venue to go back to support it. I'm still supporting by purchasing product through that, but I need to support the tournaments. Uh, but it, it was amazing to get back in it. I playing at Richmond's comics. Uh, that was an awesome time up in Richmond, Virginia. I'd recommend it to anybody. And if any Richmond comics guys are listening to podcasts, shout out to you all. I came up on Thanksgiving, had an amazing experience. Shay McClure, I ran the Avengers, the um, sorry, Asgardian team with the Hulk and Thor Odinson. Had a great time at your all's 500 point event. I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought it was a great venue, had 10 to 12 people there. I, I recommend it to anybody. Go try it. A great rules guy, a great family of clicks players there. Awesome time. And as I said, those have been as great. If I had to say 2017, it's been it's been awesome. The last two months of 2017 has been the roughest part, and it's been really because of the podcast and the people that I've met through here. It's, it's helped me through this uh, the last couple of months, which just some personal stuff going on. And 
this last month has made me realize how much I love the podcast and how much I love playing Hero Quick. So let's look at 2018 going forward. So, and I'm getting ready to wrap the program up, but this is 2018. Looking forward. So I told you I'd bring something up about when Harry met Sally, and this is probably driving my wife crazy. And if you don't agree with me, please just call me weird. If you do agree with me, please don't tell your wife that you agree with me. But we're sitting there watching when Harry met Sally. We came to that part, is, and he said, it's not because I'm lonely. It's not because it's New Year's. Because It's because when you meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, when you finally realize who the person is you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want the rest of your life to start right then. So what that made me think of is that <laughs> I didn't think of Meg Ryan. I thought when you meet the game that you love, you want the you want the rest of your gaming life to begin right then. And what I mean by that is that I love HeroClix as a game, as a community. I just love it. I just love being part of it. I love being playing it. And this is one odd reference. I know this sounds crazy. And you can fast forward through this part of the podcast, but I just think that when, when I thought of when Harry met Sally, I thought, you know what, this is this is this kind of reconnected me with my podcast with the HeroClix community because I was really having to. I was at that moment not there's no danger of me not doing a podcast, but I was in my evaluation mode, and I go, you know, this is what I love doing. I am going to commit to it. I need to commit further to it, and so this is from that I get to my new resolutions for HeroClix, and and right now, based on where I was at 2017, going forward with this new realization, what I want to get accomplished in 2018, how much I love this game. Here are my resolutions, and let's see. Resolutions aren't made to be broken. Resolutions are just goals that we put a lot of emphasis on and can cause us to eat a lot of ice cream if we don't do them. But anyway, here we go. Uh, what what are my hero clicks resolutions? Number one, I'm going to attend two WKFs. I went one last year. I'm going to double it up this year. Also, I'm going to attend three rock events. I've not attended any rock events. And so I want to go to those. Those are that next level, lower level. I won't say lower level. It's uh, like street fighting, maybe a little bit more organized than that. But it is your competitive, hardcore level that I want to go try out. I'm going to attend Origins again. I already have my tickets. I'm I'm hoping to do a better showing of teams championships. I'm ready. I think me and Mark are ready. I hope Jesse will be with us again. Um I also want to attend the Rock World Cup. I know they moved it from Atlanta to Huntsville, but actually it's closer. Well, I don't want to say closer, about the same, but I have I have family near there. So that's going to be uh, something I'm going to attend. I'm going to practice more online and local. I, I'm making a commitment to go to my local venue more and to practice more online. I mean, actually practice. I'm, we do the sets, but get Mark and others to help me practice some teams. I'm looking to strengthen the local community. Uh I am going to do two online rock tournaments That's in, in, on top of the three rock events. I'm, when I, uh, so I'm, I'm wanting to try it out. I'm going to see how it goes. Um, when I say strengthen the local community, put more back into my local venue, put more back into the players. And then finally, I am starting this. People need to know, and if you're really interested, let me know. I'm going to start an Infinity Challenge team. Along the lines of Phoenix, since I have no idea what I'm gonna what I'm doing, so I'm gonna have to reach out to some people to kind of help organize it. But I'm starting an infinitely, infinite, infinitely challenged team. See, we're already I'm 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 so challenged. 
infinitely challenged team and we're going to be at origins we're going to start showing up at at, at uh at events and we're going to start helping each other out so that, that's a that's a goal i have right now uh podcast wise okay i'm just gonna be honest the way my life is and well, that was funny. Every time I say, I'm just going to be honest, my wife pops in my head and says, well, let's hope you are. So anyway, just to be honest, I am going to only do two episodes a month. That's that's where I can, I can get done and provide high quality content uh, with everything else I'm trying. Uh, I am going to do a live from Origins report again. I love to. I, I want to get a to a get together origins too if anybody's going to show up uh hopefully me and mark can meet everybody kind of do that and um one big thing is i'm gonna continue to find interesting guests and i've been thinking about branching out these people you don't hear from i mean so i got some thoughts on that and looking at my youtube resolution uh, Lost in Clicks is my new direction on YouTube and developing more 10-minute content for that. And I, I, I see if I can develop something that's fun, educational, and kind of helps players along. So uh, also, I'm going to continue to push myself in Clicks. I, I meant to go up here, to diversify my team builds meaning that not to always go with the most popular thing, to always push the envelope, to try new things and not worry so much about um, taking the latest meta team that gives me the best chance to win. I want to take the team that I enjoy, that I've built, that gives me a great chance to win and go challenge myself and challenge the other players to beat it and not to worry so much about the outcome and just to love the journey. So, and that's what's going to get me into my guide and philosophy. So my guide and philosophy on team builds is going to be find figures that excite you and you enjoy, challenge the norm and trust the process. Oh yes. Embiid fans, Sixers fans out to you. I'll trust the process. People trust the process. Sixers been losing for a long time, but we got to trust the process. I'm a Sixers fan. So I'm going to trust the process here. The process is fail, learn, grow, in each step of the journey. So I'm going to fail at times and I got to be okay with that. The end product is not the immediate tournament. The end product is to become the best hero clicks player that you can be and to have a great community and have an enjoyable time. So I am shooting to trust the process to go out there, put these teams together. I enjoy running that I, that I have fun with that, people look at and go, wow, and make them as competitive as possible to give myself the best chance to challenge that norm, not to be scared to use pieces that are meta, but use them for my reason and go out there and play those teams and trust the process that if I go do that, I'll, I'll have a great time and have a good experience. I think back to Origins, and when I pulled out that Iceman team, that was just a fun team with Iceman Mixie, and it was uh, with Supreme Intelligence sidestep. It was a crazy team. It caused a crazy match, had a Colossal on there, had Frogman, uh, and my Colossal was the Batman-Superman robot. It was just a crazy team and had overdrive. And it was there to lock you down and cause you to have a little mayhem and a little craziness. Um, 
it needed more pro- probability control. It needed a better chance to hit. Uh, the problem was I hadn't tweaked it or tested enough, but it was so much fun to run. And people who ran up against it were like, oh, crap, that looks fun. So that's what I want. That's what I want to do. And just to make them a little bit better. Now, my guiding philosophy for the podcast, uh, guys, I'm doing this for you know, get my voice out in the community to share, to share passion, to share love, not looking to sell anything, not looking to grow the podcast other than people who are interested. Uh, It's about growing the game, growing the community. And my, my philosophy is good content that helps grow the player base and experience. Keep it family friendly. I want it good for all levels and I want to be a support fun and worry free. Not going to yell, not going to, I mean, I just want a fun, worry-free podcast that just makes you fall in love with the game even more and gives you some new ideas. Those are my my philosophies. That's hopefully what a guide 2018. Hopefully y'all can hold me to those resolutions I have. Crazy. I'll report on those, how those are doing. I've got my new notebook started for Heroclix Borderlands. They're in the front. Uh, 2019, hopefully we'll go over it. See how that goes. Just blast, people. It's been a blast. Oh, shout out to a couple other of my <laughs> podcasts. So Charlotte, thank you for listening. As Mark's wife, she has nothing to do with Heroclix. She's used to play it some, but she listens. She supports. She gives me ideas. I appreciate everything that you do. And congratulations. I wasn't able to tell you this on the other day, but she was the board game geek of the week. Awesome job. She's an awesome board game player. Amazing Ashes player. Um, so I, I want to end this segment with, of course, questions from Malcolm. So let's go over the questions from Malcolm. He has some great questions for the new year. This is the newest podcast of the new year. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Happy 2018. I hope you get everything you want in 2018, hero clicks wise, family wise, all that. I understand all the pressures, problems and issues with playing this game because a lot of times life gets in the way. So here's our question for you. What is your hopes and fears for Heroclix for 2018? My hope is that the game continues to grow and as more people. My fear for Heroclix is for it to lose its community and its ability to be a fun game and become too competitive. Now, when I mean too competitive in that I want the game to remain fun and not become this net decking game. I still want it to be a fun game that has a lot of variety, has a lot of balance in it. So my fear is that Heroclix loses its balance and my hope is that it creates more more diversity. So 2018. Hopefully that answers your question, Malcolm. I don't think it does. My biggest fear is for this to become a non-diversified game. That's a net decking game. I don't disagree with net decking. However, I don't want it to just be this non-diversified look. And my hope is for diversity to come even further into Heroclix and it becomes this uh, a little bit more balanced. Question for 2017. 1-10, to 10, please give your score for the subjects for Heroclix. Only 2017 total all year. Sets. 1-10. to 10. Uh, 8. I mean, outside of what if the sets were amazing, uh, Star Trek, maybe a little much, but there's a, there's a niche for people out there who wanted to play Star Trek against each other. I'm gonna, probably going to cherry pick it. Uh, but I'd give it an 8. 
Uh, they hit some home runs. Uh, Thor was a home run. Elseworlds to me was really good. Avengers Defenders War was really good. Harley Quinn's not bad. Uh, Deadpool X Force we started. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. I'm starting to fall in love with the with the Shredders. So, you know, hey, now like Michelangelo and Leonardo, I would say you know definite uh eight uh thinking about it. yeah i say an eight maybe a seven if you start cutting in the gravity feeds i think they missed on some of the gravity feeds one one was missed i thought they could have done more with it so seven to eight 7.5 let's go 7.5 dials uh dials have become more creative towards the second half uh with the traits and all that so i put it right in the same boat seven and a half um uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna say the dials are not cookie cutter anymore. Not a lot of them. So I'm kind of liking the direction they do on some of those. Some new mechanics they're trying. So some don't work as well. The bombshell tokens work really well. I'll, I'll go and tell you that the bombshells pretty well. So seven and a half to eight. Uh, sculpture of characters. Uh, sculpture of character. Um, they have some amazing sculpts. Some that don't execute, that look better as their digital image and don't execute in real life. So sculpture of characters, if I'm going to look at it, I mean, right now, your higher-end sculptures are at the top end of the rarity. I say they can continue to work on it and continue to make it more dynamic and try to do some different things. So I only give them like six and a half on that. Uh, I think sculpture of characters were pretty good. I think there's another level. If we, in talking with Malcolm, Malcolm, this is your question. They're going to have to take it to another level to please some anime fans, uh, the Japanese fans. So six, six and a half, need to take it to the next level. Quality of sets. Uh, I've not found a lot of breakage in mine, but there has been a little. Uh, so the quality has been okay. The Wonder Woman, uh, the Colossals need some work in that group. Lots to fall over. Wonder Woman's uh, rope can snap off pretty easily. And some of the vehicles have some uh, stress point issues. So quality of sets. Uh, uh, some packages have been crushed. Some haven't. You know, that's still a quality issue that they need to work on some of the paint jobs have been kind of low so i'm giving it six six it's it's a it's gotten better okay let's go six and a half but it has some room for improvement um back to 2018 which characters do you want or don't want quiz kids to make for 2018 huh back to 2018 which characters do you want or don't want quiz kids to make for 2018 Okay, let's just be honest. Anything Fantastic Four, especially since you have uh, signed that agreement, uh, Disney? Yeah, it's got to be Fantastic Four. It has to be made. Don't care. It's part of the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom. Probably Thanos thrown in there, too. Thanos is probably the only other one I don't want to see made, which is uh, not part of that FF, the Fantastic Four, but that definitely. Fantastic Four universe has to be kind of fleshed out. <laughs> Don't want WizKids to make for 2018. Ooh, what can we take a break from? Um, hmm. Really thinking about it. Uh, the, I don't want to see... Oh man, there's so many I do love. 
Hmm. I don't know. I, I guess if I had to say something, I don't want any more Star Trek. I don't, I'm kind of happy with what they put out. I don't, don't, don't want any more Star Trek. Everybody knows it wasn't my favorite set. Okay. Last question. What do you want Wizkids to improve on for 2018? Oh, that's a huge question. What could Wizkids improve on? The one thing I want them to improve on would be a, a little more emphasis on some common and uncommon slots, bringing some new figures that are very accessible to everybody and are very competitive. So if I wanted to say anything, see, Overdrive is probably our best uncommon out there that's in the competitive scene, though it has some downside. And Jane Foster is probably going to make that uh, occurrence too. I just want to see more of that. I want to see more of that in the common and uncommon slot. Fiend is a great choice there. I want to see more accessible, highly competitive pieces that bring, which will help bring diversity uh, to HeroClix. So I want to see a better common and uncommon figures so that's where i'm at in 2018 and he says i hope you have a great new year's he's saying that to everybody and i hope he does too guys that's it that's all i've got um i'll be returning in a week a week and a half with a review with mark about the harley quinn set but as of now that's it uh shout outs to everybody that's listening to the podcast thank you all it's made a great wonderful time um Email your comments and questions to lostinclicks at gmail.com or contact me on AC Realms under the ID of Colossus 10. Like our Facebook page, and I'm still on our, I'm still a one-man show. Hopefully it will grow, but right now I'm a one-man show. You can search on Facebook by typing in HeroClix, typing in at HeroClix Borderlands. Hey, just letting you know that I'll be having some stuff come out on YouTube. You need to check it out. I'll post it on that. And I'll be doing some other stuff that you might come across. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Love to hear any new WKO teams and ideas, especially after the new rules and new sets have dropped. If you're looking for an online match or have a team you want me to play against with my new team that I'm currently building for WKO, let me know. We will. I'm also building limited teams. I am a team-building junkie. So is Mark. I build way too many teams. I get up in the morning, I build a team. Go figure that. Ask John Carl. I'm always putting some stuff out there. Um, I've enjoyed all my Illuminati guests. Uh, just email me if you have any questions or anything like that. And I just want to let you know, thanks for everything. Thanks for the memories of 2017. Let's make a great 2018. And I always remember, as long as you roll double sixes, you never miss. Have a great night. Bye.